Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Running Effect podcast with Dominic Schleter. I'm your host, Dominic, and today Sam Bush joins the podcast. For those who are unaware of who Sam is, Sam currently competes for the University of North Carolina State, better known as NC State. Uh, she has been a dominant force within the NCAA over the past few years. Sam is a three-time All-American and was the 2022 ACC Outdoor 5K champion. Um, she has helped her team win back-to-back NCAA cross-country titles in 2021 and 2022. This conversation was so much fun. It was awesome hearing about Sam's upbringing in the sport and then really what it takes to, um, you know, get your team to win back-to-back NCAA titles, which is truly historic and remarkable. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and walked away with um, a lot of insights, motivation, and just enjoy the conversation. And I know you guys will do the same. Before we hop into today's episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you give us a five-star review and a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You're already listening to this, so it will legitimately take between five and 10 seconds. And then also share today's episode or the podcast in general with a friend, a teammate, a family member, a sibling. Through doing that, we can reach new people and hopefully inspire them in the process. So without further ado, enjoy my conversation with the one and only Sam Bush. Sam, welcome to the Running Effect podcast. How are you doing this evening? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Excited for this conversation. First question for you, right off the top, what does a normal day in your life look like these days? Usually wake up. I'll either run like a double in the morning, like three to four miles. And then I have practice at two o'clock. Sometimes I have class in between, but I only have class uh, twice a week because a lot of mine are online. And then after class, we have our dining hall food. Go to our dining hall and then, but yeah, that's it. Nice. So I'm curious, what is like the the normal practice routine of NC State look like? Like, what are the easy days? What are the workouts? And like, how long is a normal practice? Just curious from uh, <laughs> someone who's not in the NCAA system. An easy day is like um, show up to practice, have like a two lap warm up on the track, do our stretches, agilities, and stuff like that. And then um, for me, I run like eight miles and then we come back do more like agility kind of stuff for strides um mondays we have hill strides which is like 15 seconds up a hill and then um other days we have just like normal track strides and then a couple laps on the track for cool down usually i just try and like get to like 10 or whatever for the day and then for workouts um two miles warm up do the workout two miles cool down pretty standard i love it i'm curious hill stride girl or normal stride girl i i like hill strides i actually do i don't know like (laughs) i think i like that we have like a jog down and adds more mileage really easily (laughs) like it like doubles the amount and we're allowed to like count that as mileage so i like that (laughs) I feel that. I feel that. So what's like your go-to like like post-run food? You like a granola bar, smoothie? Like what do you normally go for? Uh, well, if it's in the afternoon, I just we go straight to our dining hall and like whatever the heck they have. Like I eat <laughs> a lot because since our practice is at two, it's kind of hard to get a good meal in before. Like it's a really weird time and I'm not a fan of like, yeah, like not able to eat like a lot before practice so i don't know whatever the dining hall has i don't really have anything like specific i feel like like with me what is the best 
food in the NC State dining hall and worst food? Sometimes they have crab legs and I love crab legs. So that's like maybe one of my favorite. Oh, and they had this like salmon with um, some like type of like brown sugar stuff on top. So I usually get the salmon worst. Sometimes, so I like steak, but their steak is really fatty sometimes, so it's really, it really disappoints me every time <laughs> I get it. Or like their chicken, like I like chicken, but sometimes it's not cooked right. So like I usually always go for the salmon because it's a hit or miss with those two protein options. Bring me back to when you first got your start in the sport of running and also what your first impressions of the sport were. Oh, okay. Um, so like my first... Um, I first started just like running with my dad for like, I don't really know why I would like go on runs with him. I played soccer at the time. So I was like, kind of, I guess, running for soccer. And then my friend convinced me to join like the team in middle school. So then I joined it because of her. And I really only did it kind of like the social aspect. Um, I like, I wasn't like, I liked running with people, but I wasn't like totally obsessed with, <laughs> with like trying hard, I guess. I don't know. I just like sort of liked the social aspect, like I said. I liked it. I mainly like, guess, I guess I was just like running to beat, like if I like, like little 5k races with my dad and my sister, like I really was like just trying to beat them or like just like stupid stuff like that. Like I was like more for fun, I guess. So at what point did you go from like, okay, running is just something I do to like running is something that I can probably be one of the best in the country at? I guess in high school when uh, I had like a really good high school coach who um, I guess just like understood me and she was able to like make me better without me even like really knowing that I was like trying harder, I guess. That's like the easier way to put it. Like I feel like she was she told me what to do and I just did it and then I like became better and then I realized like oh I can she's she went to college for college or she went to college for running so she sort of introduced the idea of like look you can actually go to college for this if that's something you're interested in so like I was like yeah like I want to keep getting better so she just like was like okay and then just again told me what's like made me progress um year after year to where I could actually get to NC State so like really thankful for her because honestly I didn't have to do much thinking she was like she knew exactly what I had to do to get here and then so yeah so I guess like maybe like sophomore year of high school is when I realized that this is something like that I really like and want to continue to do so as someone who currently lives in Ohio and have grown up a large portion of my life in Ohio, I'm curious, favorite really? things about Cincinnati? Where are you from? I live in Toledo, the Toledo area, uh, if you know where that is. So about like two and a half hours away. So Yeah. Uh, favorite thing? Uh, I always say I like Skyline. Have you ever heard Skyline? No, but I obviously know about it. You did? <laughs> I've, heard mixed, I've heard mixed opinions as well, so I'm curious to... Well, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like everyone from Cincinnati loves it, but anyone who's not from Cincinnati and tries it does not like it. <laughs> Whenever people ask me, like, what's from Cincinnati, that's literally, like, the only thing I can think of that. Or, like, Graders, if you've heard of that. Yeah. Ice, like cream? ice cream? Yeah. So good. Graders? Yeah. I haven't had it in Cincy. I've had it in Columbus, but I could die for Graders. I love ice yeah. cream in general, but Graders is, yeah, like, so rich and smooth, and, yeah, I'm hungry yeah. just thinking about it. 
no, yeah, it's really good. I like, like, yeah, that's like the only two things about Cincinnati. I guess it's on the Ohio River, it's pretty cool. <laughs> when you go back home for like breaks or whatnot, do you get like the nostalgia from like running on those breaks of like the four years of high school that you worked to get to where you are today? Yeah, it's weird though, running back at home. I didn't like, um, we went for like time a lot of the times. I didn't have a watch, so I never knew how far I was going. And it's crazy running back on those trails, like seeing how far I ran and it's like not far at all. (laughs) I'm like, how did this take me like 20 minutes? And like, I feel like automatically when I'm running where I used to run, I just feel like I need to go slow because that's just like like what I I went that like the I want to go back to the pace I ran in high school I don't know it's it's weird when you were growing up in the state you probably had the cross-country state meet at like the uh, national trailway right because they switched it to a bets I want to say like three years ago so you would have been in college at that point so what were those years like of competing at that location and what were your impressions of it because I've been spoiled with this new location where it's just like so nice and pristine and I hear older people talk about the old course and they're like, yeah, it was, it was a true cross-country course unlike today. Wait, the state, where the state was? Yeah, state yeah. Was, I feel like my thoughts when I think back on like state cross-country, I don't really think about the course. I just think about like getting my ass kicked. Like <laughs> it was just hard because people were better than me. Like I don't, I guess I never really thought about like the course could have been harder. I just think like you're running against I went from like races where it was like easy to win because you know it's just local to I'm getting my I'm not winning anymore so I just assumed that it was because people were better than me I never really I don't even remember the course to be honest yeah when you think back to your high school years is there a particular race or moment or even like training round or practice that stands out to you as being most memorable the most memorable I would say maybe oh yeah obviously like um my cross country team made it to state for the first time. Well, first time I've been there, my senior year. So that was really cool. Cause like we came in like freshman year, all the people in my class, like we weren't like that good. And then it took us like four years to really be able to just to make it to cross country. But that was like bittersweet. Cause it was like our last year. That was like really exciting. So I had to go on my phone just now and check because I remember doing research earlier and coming across this and finding it hard to believe. So either some staff member at NC State had a massive typo or this is true and absolutely crazy to me. So I want to hear your take on it. Um, Your NC State profile says you competed in five events at New Balance Nationals. Please explain to me how that's possible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think I did. Maybe maybe separately. Wait, I don't think, no, no, I didn't, not. I think I went to New Balance Nationals twice. Okay, (laughs) I'll just send you a screenshot of it, because I was just like, what five events would she have competed at? Oh, maybe like relays, like I think I ran the DMR, and uh, is is a DMR a thing there? I think so. You know, maybe sure. in that or four by eight. But five events at the same meet? Not the same meet. Okay. Maybe <laughs> they meant like total in my life. Okay. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Because I thought they meant the same meet. I'm like, either Shane was a lot better in high school than I thought she was and just an absolute stud where she could do five meet or five events or this is a typo. I'm guessing it's a typo. No. So. <laughs> they definitely meant like overall. They're just trying to make me look cool from high school. <laughs> there's not much there. 
Oh, that's great. So what was your first national meet you went to? I, I think you can uh, qualified for the Dream Mile. Uh, you competed in five events at New Balance Nationals. So uh, what was that like? Because I hear about high schoolers talk about all the time how, you know, going to those events obviously is such a prestigious thing. So what was that like? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I really like the Adidas one, but like I was just not a nationals girl in high school because I, I hated going to meets alone. Like, I, I like I never really loved state because I just like again I just like did it for the social I mean towards the end like obviously I, I liked running but I, I hated going to meets alone so like having to go to like New Balance Nationals with like my dad and he doesn't really know much like it just like I didn't really like it <laughs> just because I it was like I feel like it was like a month after our state meet so like training alone for a month and then going like it was in North Carolina by myself it's just like kind of took away from like what I thought was fun about running which is like the team aspect so I would only go if my team made it for the four by eight so the couple times I went to be up or like the second time we went that's why we ran the four by eight and the DMR it's probably where we got the five events so that was fun I liked the relays and then Adidas was really fun because um, that was my first time in Boston and I really liked Boston I think Again, I like uh, like having fun at these meets. So, New Balance Nationals isn't it in North Carolina somewhere like Green something? Yeah, it used to be in Greensboro, and then they just moved it to where Penn Relays is. Actually, last year was the first year they did that. So, but it used to be in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm curious. It's March here. I'm assuming the weather in Cincinnati. Um, I just said it's March here. It's March there too. Uh, man, my mind is losed. <laughs> it's March currently, and in Ohio, I feel like February and March are always like brutally brutal months where it's like the weather can't make up its mind. It's like yeah. it snows one day and then it's fifty and sunny the the next day. Do you ever think back to these days where the weather's not ideal to train in? And I'm sure where you're at now in North Carolina, it's definitely a little more ideal. Yeah, it's really nice weather here right now. It's like I feel like it was like sixty today, like seventy or something. I don't know. So when was the first time you heard of NC State and kind of take me through your decision to ultimately end up going there and like what made the school stand out as opposed to other schools that you were looking into? I really had no clue where I wanted to go. So I sort of made like a spreadsheet. And again, like my coach is really good at her job and she actually worked for ESPN. So she's visited all these colleges. So she kind of gave me the rundown of like what she thinks I would like and stuff. So she pointed out NC State and they were like the best school on my list so she was like I don't she told me she was like I don't know if you're gonna get in like I don't know if they're gonna want you like running wise because I didn't get a letter from them and they were the only school on my list and I eventually did get um like a response but I am really um I thought she was talking about UNC the entire time so I was like oh the pretty light blue school like I heard their campus is really cute so I didn't figure out it was NC State until um we like were going through like the nationals like I'm like oh it's NC State like they're good and they were coming to Ohio to like meet with someone else and they like met with me and I guess that's when I realized like oh dang this is like actually NC State and they're really good and I guess they want me because they're coming to my house so that's when and like they stood out, I guess, because when I, so I took a visit, the team was really cool. And honestly, like I couldn't, I didn't really know where to go because I was really just basing it off like feel. And it's kind of hard to get a feel when you just like go on a visit. 
so I had a dream about NC State and I woke up and I was like oh guess I'm going there <laughs> that's the t- that's like how I make my decisions like I was just like oh, I guess if I had a dream that means I like it the most <laughs> so take me through your transition from high school to college and like the biggest shifting points for you in terms of like the differences between collegiate athletics and your high school years definitely the time commitment and like the work you have to put in if you want to be like good in college like you can't just get by like high school like learn that quickly <laughs> um I, I especially coming in as good as a team as this it's sort of like hit me like oh god we're they're like running hard every day that's what it felt like so i feel like i gave myself a lot of grace and i told myself like and of course, like advice from older girls, like, okay, this is going to be hard at first. And this is like what I'm trying to tell the younger girls now, like freshman year, sophomore year, you just sort of have to like give yourself some props just for like showing up, like you're not going to make your big jumps then. So that was like a little hard for me to like um, understand that I'm not going to be like where I want to be right away. So just like to really trust the process. At what point did it go from like you being on the team and being a member of the team to being like, oh, I'm actually like a a big team player and can contribute to national championship squads? Obviously, before that happened, like what was that shift for you? Well, going my beginning of junior year, I guess I really started taking the view. It's because at the end of sophomore year, I just, um, I would say my sophomore year, I really was putting in the work and wanted to like be really good but it was hard I don't I think I made it to regionals by like a scratch like I wasn't racing how I wanted to and I just barely made it to regionals I was having a really hard time with like the running like physically and mentally so I told my coach I was like I don't want to go to regionals I want to like start training take my two-week break and start training hard all summer for cross like I'm gonna make the team and like it's not worth to go to regionals and just like suck again and like not make it to nationals. (laughs) So like, I really want to like stop now. And then I like put in the work all summer. Like I was really dedicated and like it really showed um, for cross my uh, junior year. That's when I really made that jump. Cause I like told myself like I am gonna make top seven. Cause I was always eighth for freshman and sophomore year. I was like eighth, that sucks. So your junior year is when you guys won nationals, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so take me through that experience and obviously such a long time in the making for you guys, but as you know probably all too well, you know, you can have really really solid squads, but you have to be you have to be 100% on the day and like mm-hmm. you have to do it on the day as they say. So kind of take me through that day and also I've had Hannah Steelman on the podcast before. I I laugh at her spider story in relation in relation to the meets. So I feel like there were so many small details that went into that day. So kind of take me through the day from your perspective. There was, I think everyone had a problem except me, but my problem was that I never went to nationals, ran at nationals before, so everyone was freaking out if I could, how I was going to do. And I was just like, ah, it's just another race. And like people were terrified that I was just going to like, you know, suck since I've never ran there before. <laughs> so yeah we each had our own issues like Caitlin fell um Kelsey I think she something she was like sick or something similar to Hannah where it was like some like weird like Hannah got like a spider bite um Allie might have been sick too or I don't even know but there's always each one of them had something weird happen to them but we no one told anyone because we all didn't want to like freak each other out so it was funny after the race everyone said what went on and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah the day was amazing like yeah I guess we went into it our coach was like um basically like you guys don't need to do anything other than what you've done all season because most of our races leading up were like pretty well and we were like ranked number one because of it so they're like she was like you don't need to do anything heroic just race how you have the past four races and we'll win and like her saying that gave me like a lot of confidence because like obviously I was like nervous I was gonna let the team down and everyone was but so I was like okay I just gotta do what we gotta do and we did so I feel like no one had like an amazing race but we all just did what we needed to do so when we all finished it was like oh my god we did it (laughs) So the following spring, so last spring, you became the 2022 ACC Outdoor Champion in the 5K, um, a very incredible title that you'll have for the rest of your life, like being an ACC champion, of course, being a Power 5 conference, like so many incredible schools, so many incredible individuals. So to do that really is a testament to yourself as an athlete. So take me through that performance and, and what that means to you. And I mean, you're a three-time All-American, which is pretty freaking sweet, but I feel like being a conference champion is all the more, or maybe just as special. Yeah, that was really special because, like, I did not expect to win that race. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, I feel like you can go into a race thinking, like, oh, maybe I could win. I just, like, did not go into that race thinking that, which is probably, I think that's the best when I, like, in the most relaxed myself, I race the best. Like, some people when they're anxious they actually like race better just because it's like they're racing off their anxious nerves but um that was yeah that was really cool especially because I ran the 800 um right before it and I ran bad so I was like really mad and like people say like literally ever since then um like regionals I ran the 1500 ran really bad and then ran well in the 5k and everyone said that I needed to have a bad race right before for me to run well which kind of is annoying because it's like dang that's how you know racing is so mental because I need to be pissed off to like actually like do something (laughs) so I don't remember that race off the top of my head but like take me through you know the point in the race that you knew you were going to win and the emotions crossing the finish line being like wow it went from a very crappy day to a very special day and I'm the ACC champion it was I feel like it was like pretty slow off the bat because it's like a you know championship race so it was like sort of like a sitting kick and so you know I was just chilling like I like to start in the back and races like that just so I can make I always say like I want to make a 5k race like as short as possible so like a 2k race not a whole 5k because I have a really hard time like really concentrating for that long to be honest that's what I'm working on this season but uh so I feel like it was pretty slow and it really started to get going I don't even know all I know is like Marley our teammate went up took the lead and started going so I was like okay and I was with like Caitlin and her and then I think I it's just the last 200 or last like 300 meters is when I went I was really shocked because I didn't I was like why is there no one going with me right now because <laughs> like Caitlin was right there but she just ran the 1500 before and ran like really good so she I was just had a little bit more in me because I didn't do well in my 800 <laughs> I remember I was just shocked. I was like, what the heck? Is she letting me win right now? Like, what the fuck's going on? And then I finished and I was like, yay. So the following fall, so last fall, um, you guys ended up going back to back. How special was that? And also kind of 
Can you maybe take me through your mindset and the different experiences? Obviously, the first time you win it, super, super special. Going back to back, very few teams ever do that. And also, like even the small differences, the first year was in Florida, where it was sunny, uh, flat, very nice. I mean, there was the one hill, but flat for the most part. And then this past year was hilly as heck, super cold, like many different differences. <laughs> so take me through that experience. Uh, yeah, it was like... Obviously, there was a lot more pressure on us this win, so it, it was like pretty different going into it. I feel like I was trying not to take the pressure because you know that takes the fun away. So um, I don't know. I guess I was nervous about the hills, so my strategy was to just like take it chill in the beginning. Like I'm pretty sure I was in like 50th place with 1K to go because I was like terrified. Everyone always says like that last hill is when everyone dies. And like, I definitely like was like, took it way too controlled. Cause I got, like, I realized I was in 50th place. And I was like, what am I doing? Like I need to go. <laughs> and so I like ran up to like, I think I don't even know place I got like 15th or something. Um, but that last K and I feel like I expected it to be like really bad, which was good because it, it was pretty bad. Like it did hurt, but I expected to be like dying, which I did die. But like, you know, you know what I mean? Like totally. I I knew it was going to be way harder than uh, Florida in the cold. Yeah. Our, we put baby oil on like right before, like the New Yorkers all do that because like it's way colder up in New York. And I had a lot of faith in the baby oil. I was like, I'll be <laughs> fine. I have baby oil on. <laughs> so did it work? I think it did. Like I wasn't like too cold. I had... um ear things on and I took it off because I got warm so maybe it did work I don't know I, I feel like I wasn't like terribly cold so with the first championship and then the second one uh, at what moments did you find out that you guys won the national championship first one we f knew like right away because we all were in the same like we finished within like I feel like 10 seconds with each other like we all finished together so like it's like oh we all got like all American like we were like, I think we won. <laughs> I feel like we knew right away. But the second one, I don't, I forget what place our fifth person came, but it, it did take a little longer than last time. So we were like terrified because <laughs> we knew last time we knew so soon. So I just, I think it took like maybe five minutes, but it felt like eternity because <laughs> we couldn't find her. I think she crossed the line, but we all just like couldn't find her. And I was like, oh gosh. So, yeah, that took forever. But the thing is, like, the, when we won the second time, it was more of a relief feeling, which I, like, I wish it wasn't because it was, like, oh, we kind of – I felt like I was, like, scraping by to win instead of, like, I need to, like, really appreciate winning because that's not, like, something that you can just do. You have to try hard for it. So, I don't know. It was, uh, it was a different feeling, but it was cool to see all our younger athletes, like, kind of – be like I was last year, like running at nationals for the first time. So I feel like I felt like I was actually like an old person on the team the second <laughs> time. So the NCAA cross country meet normally ends like early afternoon. I'm curious what, what, like how exciting is it to have like the rest of the day to celebrate and party? And like you guys obviously train for this the day after the NCAA outdoor championship ends. So like from June through November, like your sole focus is mm -hmm. on this one day in November. Then to accomplish what you set out to do, like what's the next 24 hours like of just like soaking in the accomplishment? It's great. We we had to like take a charter back pretty soon after, but 
we, you know, we came back to the hotel room. Um, the cool down's always like really fun, like us all cooling down together. So that was like great. I think we played music. We played music last time, at least I remember, <laughs> like some like cocky ass song. I'm like, guys, <laughs> this is like the only time we're allowed to be cocky because I mean, we just won. Like I always tell my teammates, I was like, I was like, we're allowed to be happy for ourselves today. Like we spent the entire summer, all of fall, for this one day. We're allowed to be cocky because <laughs> you know I were it's just like. I don't know. I feel like our team's pretty modest, like like Caitlin, Kelsey, and like Valley and all of them. They don't like to like guys be happy. We need to celebrate today. So we we got on the charter plane. We got whatever food we wanted. Like they ordered us like everything, which is like really awesome because basically, yeah, it's like everything for you. I think I got tiramisu again because that's my favorite dessert. Uh, on the charter plane, we're partying a little bit. <laughs> got home. Our guys team, like we just like all hung out with our guys team and the girls who didn't come, obviously. Oh, right when we got back, we went to the um, bell tower and there were people there like celebrating with us, like um, like other athletes or like random students. So that was pretty cool. So this is such a cliche question, but I'll ask it anyways, because my interviews are just asking the guest whatever question comes on the top of my head. Are you like a low-key a celebrity at that point where you're like, yeah, I'm a two-time national champion, like walking around campus or like you said other athletes like came to the bell tower? Like, what's that like? I mean, honestly, no. I feel like not a lot of people know, <laughs> know about running. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot of people were at the bell tower. Like, I was surprised that like anyone came, to be honest, because you know cross country is not that big of a sport um i feel like surprisingly enough a lot of students don't know that we we win and like a lot of professors don't really know that either so if people like like in my class like ask like oh you run cross country like how is that like i kind of make it i like tell them like we won like i don't even <laughs> care to be cocky i'm like you guys should know this we <laughs> It's your school yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, no, like the the professors don't even really know. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I have to be like when I say, like, um, like I'm missing class for nationals, <laughs> and they ask like how it is after. I'm like, uh, we won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So you you kind of alluded to this uh, speaking earlier on the second championship. Just there was definitely more pressure going into it. I'm curious, how do you deal with like the outside noise and pressure where obviously you want to stay focused on yourself and on your team, but naturally the outside world just speculates and talks and the media a lot of times is horrible. So like, how do you deal with that as much as you don't want to? I definitely feel like I'm not the best at dealing with it because uh, like um, comparison to like other people on the team, because they were like really good in high school. Like, I guess I'm thinking like Caitlin and Kelsey, they were really good in high school and they definitely know how to like deal with it because they've dealt with it for a while now. So I kind of get advice from them, like, like, yeah, asking them how they deal with the pressure and stuff. And I guess they just kind of remind me, like, you just do what you do every day. Like you run with us, just keep running with us. So like, yeah, I just try and not, read anything leading up they just yeah they say like to not read you know what people are saying never go on let's run.com i do not go on that website <laughs> after the first time i was like never again <laughs> uh yeah i guess i feel like it's less outside pressure at this point more like internal pressure like all right now i have a spot on this team and 
I'm expected to do good and I want to do good. And I guess nowadays I'm just trying to like um, build confidence to where I think that if I build confidence, then the pressure will go away because I know I'm going to do well. It's not what if this happens? Like, no, it's my race. I'm going to do well. So, yeah, nowadays I'm just like building on the confidence for that to go away. Yeah. How do you try to build up confidence? Obviously, confidence is such an important thing in our sport. Um, I also know people who have killer races after not being confident. So it is kind of an interesting thing to study. But I'm mm-hmm. curious, like when you're coming back from an injury or coming back from like a low point or setback or bad workout, how do you rebuild confidence? Because it's something that every runner can relate to, like rebuilding confidence and, and working on being a confident self. Yeah, I'd say um, for me, it's just putting in the work and knowing that I'm working hard I guess knowing that I'm ready for that race, maybe, I guess, is, I guess what I'm trying to do now. Um, I don't know, I guess working out, what builds my confidence is when I work out with teammates and then they do well. And I'm like, well, I work out with them, so I can do that too. Or just like outside of running, building your confidence, just like in everyday life. I think if you work on your mental health outside of running, it just, it translates over to that. So like, if I like have negative self-talk for literally anything to not do that. So in the races, when I'm in those, those vulnerable moments of like, this sucks, I'm hurting. I don't think, I don't just like immediately think that because my confidence is higher. Like I'm just like happy. <laughs> so in like workouts, I'm sort of am going into the mindset of like, I'm going to kill this. You don't have to feel good to do good. And if I do that, I'm doing that in workouts right now. So I will have the confidence in races, you know, to do the same, never like to not give up, just like little stuff like that. I'm curious, having been a part of a two-time NCAA national championship team, what do you think are the most consistent attributes you see in the different members on the team? Like the attributes that you see um, most consistently with everyone on your team? Um, That we all like to work hard, maybe a little too hard, you know, pushing the limits on like, an easy run everyone's like very determined and that's like a, that's a good thing but I'm definitely and like a couple other people are good for balancing and being like we can chill today guys but it is um everyone will consistently show up and want to work their hardest that day and yeah I guess that the little things like um like if someone does like less reps in the weight room, you will get called out on it. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? You're supposed to do eight. Why did you just do four? And it's like, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so from your years at NC State or just your running career as a whole, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? I guess going off that, like you really have to work hard if you want to get what you want. <laughs> and maybe like you can get what you want if you really set your mind to it. I'm like a firm believer of like, of like, if I want it, I'm going to get it. Even if it's like, I want a coffee, like, just go get it. Just do it. Like, don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> like, don't complain about it. Don't. Yeah. So like running, I realize like, yeah, you, you got to put in the work in if you want it, but you can get it. It's just, you have to do it like the right way and stuff like that. You're a go getter. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, a, a few final questions for you looking ahead towards this outdoor season what's your perspective and outlook on it you just had the Raleigh relays uh a few days ago which was your first race so how excited are you for this upcoming season and maybe like what's your outlook and in, in perspective and goals on the season 
I'm like, I'm really excited <laughs> because I feel like indoor wasn't my best and I'm a little pissed off. <laughs> like I'm a little mad about how it ended, which is a good thing for me. Again, like I said, like I race, I race my best when I'm like mad. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm really determined and I'm like excited. We have like, um, pretty sure we have four weeks off if everything goes as planned of no races, like high training, no races. So I'm really excited to just focus on the training part because it's hard to really get some good training in during indoor and outdoor. That's the one thing I like about cross is having like that entire summer to get ready for it. So I'm like really excited to get these four weeks in to get really fit and then race a few races. And hopefully I only need a few races to race well <laughs> and then go into outdoor and yeah, like nationals. Yeah. I think our, in four weeks, we were either running at Wake Forest or um, Brian Clay. What are some of the biggest goals you want to accomplish in the sport before you hang up the spikes one day? Obviously, I would love to win an individual title, so like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just want to keep getting better and, yeah, keep getting better at outdoor, sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess just win. I don't know. That's, I love like, it. Not much. You can't ask for much more than that. Just win. I love it. I love that mindset. Um, one final serious question for you. Uh, for all those listening right now who look up to you, who have seen what you've done, how far you've made it within the sport, um, from a girl in Cincinnati to two-time NCAA champion at NC State and, you know, ACC champion, three-time All-American, which I'm sure you'll you'll get another one this season. Um, what would you tell to all the people listening who one day want to accomplish some of the things you have or just want to go after their goals and becoming a best version of themselves? What would you tell to those people listening today? I would just say to do those things, it's important to be happy and actually love what you do. And in order to love what you do, yeah, you have to be happy and just have fun i feel like working towards a goal should be fun and not so much like hard work that like this shouldn't be feel like a job it should feel like a reward to be able to do it so just to really keep in mind of when you're doing accomplishing all your goals to be easy on yourself and make sure you're having fun because it's not worth it if you're not you're going to get to the end of like, I've gone to the races where, you know, I didn't particularly want to race. And even though I raced well in it, I just still wasn't happy because I wasn't having fun. So, yeah. Life's too short to not do things you don't enjoy. So, enjoy every yeah. little moment of it. I love that. Yeah. Um, one final question for you. The question I ask every single guest on the podcast at the end of every show. If you had Gordon Ramsay coming over for dinner, what would you choose to make for him? Oh, my gosh. I'm not a good guy. <laughs> oh. What would I make for <laughs> uh, Maybe. This is, like, literally the only thing I feel like I'm semi-good at is making, like, just an egg. <laughs> like a fried egg. Like, I like a lot of butter, and I fry it up. I'd say I'm probably one of the best eggs because that's the only thing I consistently <laughs> make every day. I love it. Maybe a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee and a fried egg by Sam Bush. Yeah. I love it. Well, Sam, this conversation has been so much fun. Best of luck with this outdoor season and looking forward to running it back on the podcast in the future. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I don't take your time for granted, and I hope that today's episode impacted you and left you walking away inspired and all the more motivated to chase after your biggest goals and walking away a better version of yourself. Make sure you're following the podcast, have given us a five-star review, and consider sharing with a friend. Through that, we can reach new people and hopefully inspire them in the process. Also, make sure you're following us on social media at The Running Effect to stay up to date on all the exciting projects and all the new episodes coming out. Generally, we release two to three episodes per week, so stay tuned for all of those coming your way shortly. I hope you're running and life is going well. Guys, keep chasing mastery, and I will catch you in next episode.